much time do you want for your progress? progress. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Clatter Chatter on Things That Matter, the podcast that is intellectually engaging, theologically reflecting, encouraging sociologically, imagining ways in which we can live. Thank you for spending this short amount of time with us. We promise you that you will not regret a moment of it. Shout out to Trevor Smith and B.J. Herbert for commissioning this fantastic music to get our minds going on things eternal, positive, and fulfilling life's purposes. Today is February the 4th, 2022, a different day than we typically would do our conversation, but nonetheless, we are in the fourth day of the second month of this new year. Uh, Greetings to you, Dr. Hayes. Good morning, Dr. Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a good morning. I hope your coffee is good if you've had it. Mine is certainly delicious. This is my second cup. I'm trying to... uh, uh, understand um, a whole lot of stuff, uh, part and partial. I, I I got a text message from my family, and and they said on the news yesterday, KFES twelve, which is in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, that that balloon, that China spy balloon, was hovering around that area. I said, Oh Lord Jesus, what is really going on, Mister Big, <laughs> Doctor Hayes? What's going on? How in the world and why in the world? uh, And, and you know, this is also the time where this media shower is happening. Once in 50,000 years, a media shower is going on, and we know it's about to be a full moon, too. So there's a lot of unleashing happening uh, right now. Uh, Secretary uh, of state blinking or whatever his position is has has canceled his trip to China because of this balloon. Um, I just I just I don't understand it, and we're in the midst of another polar vortex. It's, it's cold one day, and then it's gonna be warm the next day, and 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 then that white police officer uh, in the Tyree Nichols case. Had some other who didn't know had some other disciplinary actions against. Who, who who are surprised? Anyway, Dr. Hayes, come on, talk back to me. I don't know what to make of any of it except to say that it seems like an oops moment for China because balloons are pretty unwieldy sometimes, and it just depends on which way the wind is blowing, how it will float. And, uh, and also uh, kind of... Um, serendipitous that it would happen just prior to an, a proposed visit by Anthony Blinken uh, to China. So yeah, these things uh, warrant watching. You have to watch as well as pray <laughs> because things can change in a moment and in the twinkling of an eye as the, as the uh, story goes. But 
there there will always be some tensions uh, between China and America because essentially they are vying for first place in the world. And um, America is waning and China is on an upward trajectory. So it bears watching. Well, it's interesting because, you know, I want to go back to my underdeveloped frontal lobe. Um, and, and I own it because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean in on that one today. I'm curious. I'm curious because I know what a balloon is. I know what a hot air balloon is. And I know that they don't necessarily have the capacity to travel low many ways, low long distances. So I'm curious if this thing was launched here and it's being used as a way to incite something. How in the hell can you, a balloon travel all the way from China? How? Just my frontal lobe is not developed. And then I understand because I read it somewhere where it was first spotted in Montana, Montana, almost central United States. How was it first spotted in Montana and you couldn't get the East coast or the West coast? It just kind of, Plop down in Montana. Well, we know Montana has a lot of nuclear um, missiles there, and and I just I I just wonder if this is a uh, and then it said this was um maybe a weather watching kind of thing. But again, how is this balloon lasting this long? What kind of material is it made out of? How is it going? How is it lasting this long? And where would it land? And why is it now? It makes sense that it's it was it it was first spotted in Montana, strange place. Montana, Montana is where we get the Yellowstone series from. <laughs> Montana, interesting how uh, this where where it is. So it makes no sense. So I don't know if this is propaganda. I don't know if it's a way for us to have this, well, as we say in theological terms, a, a, a hermeneutic of suspicion. But I have questions, and and why was it? Why is it in the Midwest area? And and what does that say? Uh, where it originated from? I just I I just don't want to believe a whole lot, but I don't trust. I trust. I don't know who I trust. Well, I think you have an interesting theory. Um, you are right. If that's where it originated from, that is interesting. Um, and then uh, I think that the Republican Party uh, does not respect China and, and does not probably agree with any kind of uh, friendly relations with China. As you know, uh, President Trump, former President Trump, always tried to badmouth China uh, and blame China for uh, the COVID-19 pandemic and all of that. And so it may be that some of the Republicans were trying to stopgap that trip. Um I don't know, but we keep watching, as I say. We keep watching, and uh, the details will eventually come out. 
Um, yeah, it's uh, Dr. Hayes. I just want to, I just, I don't know how, maybe, maybe this is my sermon for the rest of my life. When I got this revelation information in 2014 about BRICS, you know, that acronym, uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. And, and we know, uh, infrastructural wise well, if we go back to the Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882, um, that Exclusion Act uh, was really um, after uh, the intentional recruitment of the Chinese to come uh, to this country to actually build, finish the railways and, and, and in some instances build the railways based on what they had done as a collective with the Great Wall of China. And so folks in this United States decided the uh, Bingham, I believe, was the first diplomat that traveled to uh, China on behalf of the United States. And so there was the Bingham Treaty that, that was available. And so um, but as as the railways finished, there was still this westward movement and the westward movement was really for scouting for gold and the Chinese were not allowed to scout for gold until after the white folks had gotten theirs. Now, you understand what was happening before this exclusion act. So we got um, 1861, the state of Kansas and Nebraska, uh, 1821, I'm sorry, the state of Kansas and Nebraska um, were, were, were created as a territory. It was 1861. I got to get my dates right. And um, that was the impetus for the Civil War. And and so with the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863, January 1863, you got a small window of time because the, the slavers in the South were still upset that the Negroes were emancipated for the most part, and they needed to have uh, chattel slavery to finish what the Negroes had done. And so um, because they were kind of upset that the slavery had ended and, and the Southerners, and then you get the, the West Coast, the California, uh, who were upset because these, now these, these Chinese were setting up these little Chinatowns, literally, and, um, and, and gleaning from gleaning. From the leftovers, that's biblical, right? Gleaning from the leftovers of the prospectors of gold. And they were getting the crumbs and building their own economy and network. And it it upset the power mm-hmm. structure. I mean, this oh. is in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And so as an act of segregation, they began to treat the Chinese as inhumane, calling them all kinds of manner of stereotypes that some use as microaggressions today. So I'm saying the Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882 lasted in this country for 60 years. So you do the math. So around about the 1940s, we get this whole liberation movement. But in between time, we have the Japanese internment camps. We have the Chinese. I think uh, it was in the... Uh, the first internment camps of the Japanese happened this month, in the month of February. Um, uh, I can't remember the exact date and the year, but it's around that 1930, 1940 timeline. And, and so we have a lot 
to think about. I know there were the the people were used to be so proud of their fine china, their porcelain imports from China. You know, you get all of these these this, the silks and and the intentional uh, intentionality of the Europeans planting opium to intoxicate the Chinese. That was done on purpose because the Chinese literally had natural wares that the rest of the world could build their economy on. That would be the silk road, the silk trades and all of that. So you, Asia was a wealth just like Africa. The continent of Asia was wealthy with natural resources, just like the continent of Africa. And those who couldn't hijack that wealth began to intoxicate. Lord have mercy. Same trick that happened in the United States, giving, giving stuff to the native people like alcohol to get them intoxicated. And before you know it, you pillaged a whole nation. So I'm saying all that to say we have a lot to do to repent. Now the largest meatpacking company is Smithfield. Go in there and look at your pork chops and bacon and all of that stuff. Smithfield is owned by the Chinese. JBS is owned by Brazil. Why are our eggs so expensive? Who owns the means of production? And who is it hurting? We just need to get on our knees and say, Lord, have mercy. We have sinned. <laughs> we don't want to keep doing this. And the sin is, I believe, how we have not been neighborly. We have sinned against the continent of Africa. We have sinned against the continent of Asia. We have sinned against probably, I don't know, you name it. And it's okay to change. What's it going to hurt, Doc? I don't want to preach. Come it on. Won't hurt to, it won't hurt to change, but you know, you have a, a, a mindset that almost could be hereditary um, or genetic, as we say, because uh, this, this way of living, this way of dealing with humanity has been perpetuated over centuries. And, um, that's why to this very day, uh, these other so-called races are considered to be inferior because they have built this construct uh, and put it under the banner of science that there was certain ones of us, depending on, on how we appear, how our structure, our, our facial a representation is that certain ones of us are inferior to uh, the Caucasian race, so to speak. And it's so ingrained till it is, it is, I would consider it almost genetic. I mean, this mindset that we are superior to everyone else in the world and that it is our, what you say, our uh, destiny to rule, and this is what they have pursued as a as a people, as a race of people, to rule the world, and also the other spirit that is loses greed. Um, we have to accumulate as much wealth as we can, and we have to control the wealth of the world. 
so that we can retain the power that we have. So that's, I don't know, that's that's my limited view. I'm, I always marvel at the grasp you have on all of the historical data and able to tie all of this together to uh, former ways of being. And I, I think that we can expect that they will continue to be who they are because that's their culture. But, you know, remember when we were in, um, in 2006, when we were in um, South Africa, Lesotho, and, um, and, and many of the, the, the South Africans at that time were talking about um, it, the hotel that we stayed in. I don't really remember the, the brand, but anyway, there was this huge uh, Chinese presence there. They were building soccer stadiums um, and casinos, et cetera, and then went to Kenya. And um, the last trip to Kenya that I was, I was there, there were signs that were in dual language, dual language signs, not Swahili and Chinese. And I remember asking uh, a native Kenyan if he spoke Chinese. He says, no, I don't speak Chinese. That's for the Chinese who are coming here. And what they're doing uh, is they're building these roads out of convenience for them but in a few years, it won't matter because they will have gotten all that they could. And so this whole idea of the number of billionaires, I ain't mad at China. Let me just let me just put that. I ain't mad at nobody when it's when it's this whole idea of of fighting for um, justice. And sometimes we have to go back and say, OK, well, as the role of the Old Testament prophets, you look at the past, you see how that influences the present, but then there's always hope for a future. And if we are negligent in looking at what was, we and we see what is, we don't know what could be uh, if we haven't gone back. And I'm looking at all of this, these things that are happening. Um, so, so China owns like I believe 25 percent of the Tyson poultry. Um, industry. They have a company that owns 25% of that, that, which is the largest poultry producer in the country, Tyson Foods. Um, they also not only just do poultry, they do other things. Jimmy Dean Sausage, I think, is owned by them. I could be wrong, but I believe so. And a couple of other things. So we got that. Then we get this buffoonery that's happening in a state that used to throw black babies in the Everglades. And called it gator bait. And I'm talking about Florida. There, there are, if you go to the African American Museum in Washington, D.C., you can see the images of babies being tossed in, in Florida in the Everglades to draw the alligator. You know, because alligator skin, you can make belts and purses and all of that stuff. So black bodies, they never really mattered. Now you got a state who is banning studies of various cultures as a way to enlighten people of what happened in this nation. And it becomes so, I need to take my voice down a few octaves. I need to bring it on down. Bring it, need on. To bring it on down. But I get, I get kind of this visceral reaction to think, how have we allowed, and my daddy would always say mediocrity and basically ignorance rule 
the empty wagon makes the loudest noise is what I grew up hearing my father say. And, and we're seeing these empty wagons clanking so loudly. They have nothing to say but a bunch of hate rhetoric that goes to the itching ears that want to hear this stuff. All the while, we've got folks who are galvanizing energy to build alliances against the big bad wolf. And I think we are the big bad wolf and we've huffed and we've puffed and we've tried to blow a whole lot of stuff down. And if we are not careful, Dr. Hayes, I know the wicked will cease from troubling, but sometimes we have to say, hell, I'm the wicked. (laughs) Maybe I'm the one that needs to stop the troubling. Damn it. I'm the one that's wicked. I'm the enemy of everybody. So I'm the one who's being the footstool right here. Everybody ain't your enemy. You might be the one. Take the beam out of your eye. Before you see the speck in somebody, I'm just saying, Dr. Hayes, we ain't that righteous. I doubt that will happen. I doubt that will happen. America will never concede. Um, But it fall on the knees, though. They're used to being, you know, on top. But we'll see. You know, we'll see. The U.K., uh, I don't think the U.K. is even as bad as America now in terms of racism. But that's where it started. Those empires. We learned from from those ancestors, you know, how to be evil. So I don't put it past any of them, really. Ooh, Dr. Hayes. what We have ended this week. I don't know what. Well, the struggle continues. That's all you can say. That we cannot let our guard down. We have to continue to fight the good fight. And um, the good fight is the fight of faith. And we have to believe that that right will overcome wrong and and never really give up, even though it looks like we, we may be on the losing side. I believe that the universe desires harmony. And so we have to continue to struggle, find ways to live peaceably, with one another. Oh boy. Yeah. I um I agree and um I just in this this um <laughs> for this month that we that we um commemorate and remember black history i um i just want to play this for us and black history is more than american history exactly it's it's a lot more it's 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 all of it and um it's good you know what i'm saying it's okay uh I think we need to be okay with the with our contributions. This is profound even today. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven rings. Lift every voice and sing. 
of liberty and let our rejoicings rise I think this is what we have to do Dr. Hayes it has been a privilege a pleasure and an honor to have you join in with us today Remember that everything will be all right until we meet again. Stay safe and well.